Welcome to Devil's Advocate, drawing upon ancient wisdom for the modern mystic. This is a sacred space where speech is freely exchanged in order to encourage consciousness, introspection and transcendence of limiting perceptions. Brought to you by your host Adam Sawyer and co-host Eric Cookson, both of whom are neurodiversive thinkers, business partners and lifelong friends. Welcome to Season 1, second episode of Devil's Advocate. Today, me and Eric are going to briefly cover what an ad homin consists of. So, according to the main website that I visit for logical fallacies and get information from, an ad homin is attacking your opponent's character or personal traits instead of engaging with their argument. So I found an example that's a little bit more detailed from Texas State Philosophical Department, Department of Philosophy, apologies, College of Liberal Arts, and they explain it as this fallacy occurs when instead of addressing someone's argument or position you irrelevantly attack the person or some aspect of the person who's making the argument. The fallacious attack can also be direct to membership in a group or institution. Examples are, student, hey Professor Moore, we shouldn't have to read this book by Freud. Everyone knows he used cocaine. So, because Freud at that time in history used something which was very likely quite common because it was even found in coca-cola for a period and the extent of cocaine use stroke abuse was not known the modern eye the modern audience then thinks that disregarding one of the greatest psychotherapists the world has ever known is wise just because of they exhibited a character trait which they wouldn't necessarily agree is functional healthy. So that level of ad homin is appalling, quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned, because it's not simply a case of saying, well, this person's behaviours isn't something I necessarily agree with. It's swiping aside the entirety of this individual based on this one judgment metric, which I would find is would be problematic personally it carries on to talk about other examples such as socrates arguments about human excellence are rubbish what could a man as ugly as he as he know about human excellence i mean in a way it's kind of self-explanatory we're judging the externals of someone which is genetics that they possibly can't change they might be able to dress it up differently however it's an external attack which doesn't reflect the excellence or the insight that that individual carried which as shown by his writings eric are there any examples that you can think of or give that you've found which would cover this fallacy 
I see a lot on social media where, mm. say for example, someone weren't to be in support of Antifa or something like Black Lives Matter because they can see the dysfunction or elements of it. Obviously there's some peaceful protests, but a lot of mending violence, damage, criminal damage. Um, and you'll see a lot of people, well, you wouldn't support them. You're a Trump supporter mm. and things like that. Or you're a racist because you don't support Black Lives Matter. Well, no, the person potentially is seeing the dysfunction of it and thinking there's better ways of dealing with this. It's polarizing. It's not helpful. It's causing loads and loads of trouble. And a vaccination argument, you see it a lot. People calling people sheep because they've gone and had their vaccine. Well, actually, they might just, based on the evidence they've read, think that they want that vaccine and that's their choice. Yeah. Don't make them a sheep. Like, people haven't got definitive answers on whether what the, what the right, no, well, don't even use the word right, what the best outcome is, what the best solution to these problems are that we're going through with the pandemic at the moment. So it's a lot of it's sort of going along and learning as we go and say someone's a sheep because they've chose to have a vaccine that they believe makes them safer mm. that doesn't make them a sheep yeah, completely like and who is the individual to even assert what another person is and isn't what what kind of flawless judgment do they possess to make such assertions i mean it's quite staggering how much i read too on social media in relation to character judgments or personality judgments people make especially when they want to avoid engaging with a debate about a concept or a topic i think you mentioned racism that would be a, a perfect example because who wants to be labeled racist like sincerely to, to hate another human being or dislike or undermine another human being simply based on the color or color of their skin is is reprehensible quite frankly and to be called a racist simply because you don't agree or others don't agree with a concept is an appalling charge. How that they conclude that is also, it's, it's a weapon. It is used as a weapon, ad hominis, and it's to undermine, disrupt, distress. I mean, there's no purpose to it other than unfairly attacking another human simply because the individual cannot seemingly engage with the concept or their logic or their proposals at hand however it may be framed so sure is you could call someone's opinion shit fine yeah your opinion shit but then you start saying the person well they're just shit mm. <laughs> hold on based on again what what metrics what judgment what flawless insight does a person that asserts such things have to critique and attack another human being? They don't. There is something called the hierarchy of disagreement, which is was a proposed concept by... Oh, what's his name? I will have to check that. Paul Graham. Paul Graham. And he talks about his proposal is... In a dispute stroke disagreement, at the very bottom is name calling. And an example given is sounds like you're an ass hat. I mean, yeah, it's quite mild. And probably most people would laugh at that and choose not to be offended and go, yeah, sure, mate. 
yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> up that, up above that is the ad hominem. Attacks the characteristics or authority of the writer without addressing the substance of the argument. So what a person reveals to me when they're doing that is that their analysis is substanceless. It's very basic and unless they can exhibit some depth of thought, then that's not the kind of person that I would intellectually engage with. Uh, if they can't see beyond their own biases, then there's very little to be done about that, especially when they're maturing as adults. Responding to tone is the third up the scale of the pyramid. Criticizes the tone of writing without addressing the substance of the argument, kind of what I just said without realizing. Contradiction states the opposing case of little or no supporting evidence. <laughs> Counter argument contradicts and then backs it up with reason and or supporting evidence. Refutation finds the mistake and explains why it's mistaken using quotes. Refuting the central point explicitly refutes the central point. So it's wise when you hear someone's proposing a concept to try and listen to the overarching theme of said concept and looking for the root because if you can dismantle the root and refute it then hopefully the branches will fail if it is a concept without merit have you got any other examples eric that come to mind of ad hominems oh sorry can i just quickly add according to merriam webster dictionary an ad homin is also appealing to the feelings or prejudices rather than intellect and or marked by or being an attack on the opponent's character rather than by an answer to contentions made it's, you, you probably see that all the time on Facebook and other social media sites that's one of the reasons why I don't consider social media an accurate representation of reality people throw out around a term keyboard warrior yeah you may get loads of them however if someone feels safe enough to express their views and opinions without being threatened physically as others would i've seen would where you wouldn't say that to my face you know that's a different kind of tyranny yeah why wouldn't they say that to your face because are they scared of being assaulted attacked why can there not be free speech without enforcement of points through violence you know, that's a million dollar, if not <laughs> unlimited value question, considering the world over still hasn't quite learned that one. Yeah, so, Eric, over to you. I've just, sort of waffled then. No, you're right. It's just going back to my examples earlier. If someone uses the example, yeah, sheeple, that's that's the terminology I think I see often, sheeple. Yep, sheeple, that's the term, yeah. Sheep. Are we not all sheep in some way? If, if we're using that metaphorically, saying we're following the crowd... Following popular culture. Following yeah, a human definitely. that doesn't do that in some way, shape or form. Because mm. I don't think I don't think that's easy to come by. Unless they're completely isolated in a field somewhere, had no contact with humans ever, and never been influenced by any kind of external factors. Yeah, you're tribes. not finding that. E yeah, even tribes though, but they're influenced by their own tribal tribalism. Yeah. <laughs> and then going back to... If someone was to be deemed a racist or it's because you're a Trump supporter, you're not supporting Black Lives Matter, well, actually, use. I would say that if you're causing criminal damage and ripping apart predominantly black neighbourhoods in the name of Black Lives Matter, mm. you're damaging 
the black people's culture, fabric of their culture and their yeah. culture, yeah. their societies. So I've seen a video where there's a guy, he's crying, his business has just been burnt down. I think I remember that. Yeah, he's a black yeah. man. They yeah. burnt his fucking business down. Yeah, it's horrendous. Every, you know, think about what he invested. He tried to go against the grain of culture. He's built that, say, over decades. He's invested blood, sweat, and tears. He's brought his family. He's just trying to provide. He's trying to be entrepreneurial. And then um, fellow human beings, part of the neighborhood, his culture, torch it. <laughs> yeah, that's really supporting that black lives matter. You know, the, the, the audacity of the ignorance is unrivaled sometimes in my mind yeah that's my addition to that <laughs> yeah, I, sort of, I think that's me like yeah I think that's where I am with that mm. right we like to keep these sweet and short or succinct uh, we're just coming up to 12 and a half minute mark so we'll bid you farewell until next time thank you for tuning in <laughs>